songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. <laughs> and I'm Amanda Allen. And this episode, we are uh, honored to have a, uh, a the king of crowd work, a legendary uh, veteran of podcasting, Jimmy Pardo. Hi, ladies. Can I say, do we still say ladies? I don't know what the F I can say or say and not say I'm anymore. a lady. I'm, I'm a, a lady. lady. That's cool. I, I'm self-identifying as a lady. You know, I, I, can I, let me say this. And I know I asked you before we started about your voices. I don't know who's who. And this is going to drive me bananas. Um, <laughs> That reminds me very much, uh, I'm from Chicago, so I, I'm a big Chicago White Sox fan, and there, were, there was, at one point, the play-by-play guys on the radio were guys named John Rooney and Wayne Hagen, and they sounded exactly alike, so they would always go, hey, that's a great play, what do you think, Wayne Hagen? I'll tell you what I think, John Rooney, like they would do that. <laughs> and so I guess what I'm asking is, every time you guys speak, I want you to go, you know what, I hear, well, Betsy thinks this, and then I know who's to... You got it. Of course, I don't want that at all, but it's... Uh... <laughs> No, no, no. You said it, and we're going to do it. We're going to gratuitously say each other's names. Yes. All right. Sounds good. Jimmy said that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I have three kids. They are all boys, four, seven, and nine years old. What do you got, Amanda? Uh Ah, thanks, Betsy. (laughs) (laughs) I have three kids. I have a nine-year-old boy and twin six-year-old girls. And what do you got, Jimmy? Uh, I got a pen in my hand writing that down. Nine-year-old boy. And then Betsy, you said, and by the way, I had to write, uh, I wrote down Amanda first. That's how bad I was with the name. Betsy, Betsy. uh, you've got three kids as well? Yeah, I have three boys. They're uh, four, seven, and nine. Four, seven, niner. And then you got, uh, Amanda's got the nine and then the double six. The double Uh, six. Okay, I just have one son. He's 12 years old. (gasps) And um, that is, uh, I don't know how you guys do it with three. I have one and uh, my... In, in the business we've chosen to be in, uh, which is, uh, you know, narcissistic and self-involved, uh, I, I don't think my little brain would allow more than one, uh, yeah. admittedly. I don't know how you do it. I don't, know, I don't know how you do it. We don't recommend it, honestly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we were so out of our minds, we had to make a podcast about Are it. You, so so uh, with that, many, can I apologize. I'm asking questions. I don't know how your program works. No, but, ask questions. Uh, we're, we're a freak show. We understand. What do you so when you have auditions and I apologize for talking about show business and, and inside baseball but when you when you have auditions and such and you have three kids do you bring them with you are you those people that bring your kid and go hey can you watch my kid while I'm going to talk about Tide or wh- what do you guys do I I certainly used to when I lived in New York uh, New York City I would bring kids to auditions all the time because they were little and my husband had like a full time job job um, but now that they're mostly in school. I can usually swing it. And every now and then I have to bring my four-year-old and then I just put him out on the iPad and hope that he is like really engrossed in it. What do you do, Amanda? When they were younger, we used to do, so when it was just Wes, it was different, but we used to do, um, I would drive in and Caton would meet me in front of wherever the audition was. Her husband. He'd get, yeah, my husband. He'd get in the car and like either illegally park until he got told to move or he would just drive around the city block over and over again until I was done. And then I'd come back, I'd get in the car and he'd go back to work. Wow. wow. (laughs) It was like a whole thing. If it was a longer day, like if it were back to back stuff, then I would probably get a sitter just because I couldn't focus. Yeah. Um, It's really hard to focus and not rush. Like so many, so many times it's like, Oh, I got to get this audition done so I can, you know, and you're like, no, the whole fucking point is to do this audition and get a job. There were times where like I would, like when Wes was really little, I would go in to record with him and I would wear him because he would be, he was really quiet mm-hmm. and would sleep. Um, I did that at a voiceover audition once and yeah. he and then he just cried the whole time. It was <laughs> a nightmare. Not good. <laughs> not good. Wait, Jimmy, have you done that before? You know, um, you know, I went there when, when Oliver was young, Er, is that a good sentence? I um, uh, I, I auditioned for that show. Boy, I ended up getting a guest star role on there. Uh, it was called True Jackson VP. And um, I, I forget what it was on, Nickelodeon or something like that. And oh, uh, Greg uh-huh. Proops ended up getting the role that uh, that I initially auditioned for. And and I brought Oliver with me to – I ended up going uh, – and I, again, I hate talking show business. because But, but I, my, my callbacks and my going to studio are so rare. Let me talk about the one time it happened. Love uh, it. So um, – <laughs> Uh, obviously, it's happened more than that, ladies. I'm a legend. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I uh, uh, I don't know why I'm laughing. I shouldn't laugh. Well, you should because it's ridiculous. I'm not. Um, 
I uh, I brought him to uh, to the first audition, and he, you know, just like you said, I, I don't know if I had an iPad or if he just maybe stared at my phone for a little while while uh, he was waiting for me. And I went in, and I uh, admittedly had a great audition. It was, and for me to say that is amazing because I, again, I I shit the bed on ninety percent of acting auditions, and by that I mean ninety nine percent of acting auditions. Um, you want me to host something, I'm going to knock that out of the park. But if it's an acting audition, there, there's no doubt I'm going to be in my head and I'm going to fuck it up somehow. So. Um, I think having Oliver with me kind of made me get out of my head a little bit because I was more worried about him oh. out in the waiting room. That, so anyway, I have this great audition and uh, and the ladies were both so nice to me and uh, they're like, oh, that was Jimmy. That was great. That was great. And then they walked out. You know, hey, you know what? Uh, I, we can see you uh, coming back for producers or, you know, or whatever it was. Oh, OK, great. Sounds good. And as I'm walking out, I go, OK, Oliver, you ready? And they went, is that your son? I go, it is. Will he read for us? I'm like, he will not read for you. He's. Uh, no, he's just a little boy who wants to be home right now. Um, and then I brought him to another one. Same deal. He gets more attention than I do. Um, and uh, uh, he is uh, he's against it. He's not interested in auditioning or being in show business yet. But I feel that he will be when push comes to shove. I think he will uh, really? go into this. Yeah. Um, but I will if I if I can put just a button on that uh, True Jackson VP scenario. Just yeah. put a little tag on that. Um, when I did go back, I went back to uh, as you got, you know I went from what initial casting to producers. Then when I went to studio because it was going to be for a series regular, um, I decided to tell. They said, "How's your day going?" And I decided to tell a story uh, that involved some guy on the internet calling me an fag. Nice. Uh, which I can't uh, you know I can't even say that word now. But no. I told. Them, I decided because they said you day going. I go, oh, it's going great. Now that I'm here, I had an incident on the internet where a guy decided to uh, mother f me up and down and call me an f. And <laughs> right then, you literally just saw all of them just go, nope, <laughs> nope, not this guy. <laughs> and I just remember that I, you know, I, I, they, obviously I still read, but that I walked, I just like. Just walked out of the room going, you effing idiot. You didn't have to. Why, why is that the story, you jackass? And it was obvious. Their, their eyes all went dead. They had no interest in me. Uh, it wasn't even me saying the word. It was me relaying the word. Like, everything went bad. And then I went, remember my cute son? Remember how we all bonded over that? Yeah. That's great. Uh, now, just so that, again, I apologize for all my questions. Are where are you? You guys uh, mentioned when you were were when you were in New York. Where are we at now? Are we in Los Angeles? Yes, we yeah. are in Los Angeles. Would we now? Let me ask you a question. Would we have been doing this in person had uh, this hijacking of our uh, of our world not happened? Yes, oh, preferably. Yeah. Ah, oh, darn it. All right. Uh, well, we you know you can come back. We would love to have you back. Yes. I'm not. I'm nine minutes in and counting the seconds till this one's over. So oh, shit. Uh, great. Great, thanks. Don't see that happening. We'll have you back. Well, mm-hmm. hmm. <laughs> I would love uh, to. I'm already in. I'm already saying yes. Yay! And are you guys? And again, I apologize for this. I know the names, but I, are you guys UCB? Are you Second City? Where do you guys come from? Yes, um, we're UCB. I I started with UCB before they even had a theater um, in '97 in New York City. So um, so we know people in common. Matt Walsh. Yeah. Um, and probably a hundred other people. Did you like Armando Diaz, Johnny Spanish? Do you remember them? I don't know those guys. You know, I started with Matt Walsh and Matt Besser in Chicago. Ah. Uh, and we would go to a place called the Roxy and do stand up. And they would do a little more while they were doing stand up. It was, you know, more uh, sketch based, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, then they moved to New York and uh, I moved to, uh, and, and bought a theater and I moved to L.A. and, and said the F word in an audition. So um, <laughs> uh, so I know th- I know them from that. And then when they opened up their L.A. theater, uh, you know, they contacted me to do a bunch of shows at the UCB. And I, I was doing like th- three shows a month when they first opened the theater. And then wow. as more people started, you know, saying, hey, we could do shows, too. You know, I rightfully so went down to like two and then eventually one and. And, uh, and now none because, uh, you know, we're in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, I do a show there twice a week called Teacher's Lounge. Uh, I teach improv comedy there. So um, so that's the show I do. And my husband, Ari Vukitas, also does that show with me. Let me ask you, and again, I apologize for all the questions, but I'm fascinated by this. Um, my son has been going to um, Second City Camp every uh, summer. Oh yeah, and my kids went once. Did they? Uh, wait, well, they're, my, but they're younger than my son, so they would not mm-hmm. have been in the same uh, uh, thing. But he and he did an online class uh, over spring break, which was pretty cool. Um, 
But is uh, what's the cutoff age wise? Like, if you teach at the UCB, uh, if I know he's only twelve, but what's the cutoff? Like, uh, what's the youngest he could be to go to the UCB? Well, I think uh, I think Corey Willis, one of the teachers there, teaches a teen class, and I I think it's an improv class for teens. But he's like, it's you know, it's hard to do. Um, I've done it before, and it's not my favorite. It's hard. Um, because I, I'm a dirty bird and I like to swear and say inappropriate things and I probably shouldn't be near um, those kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I shouldn't be near children. That's why I have three. And uh, my youngest student, I think, was 16. And that was Greg Barrett's daughter. Um, oh. Yeah. So she's Well, my son uh, came to see me. I was doing a show at Flappers in Burbank and I uh, – uh, for some reason, I, I don't do a dirty act. Like my act is not dirty at all. Um, you know, there might be a couple of innuendos, but it's not, a, it's not, but I swear like crazy. And I, I mean, I literally, <laughs> at, one point, at one point I went to hypnosis, uh, to try to stop saying fuck. Like that's how much I was saying it. Yeah. Did it uh, do anything? You know, here's the thing. Uh, I went and the woman was great. Uh, her name was Lisa and I can't, uh, pull her last name at all, but it was out in Encino. I think she's based in Sherman Oaks now, but I went to her and she thought I was doing it as a gag. She's like, she thought I was putting her on. And I'm like, no, no, I seriously, I can't stop saying fuck. Can you please do something for me to stop saying this? And she's like, are you like literally the first 40 minutes of the first hour session was me convincing her. I'm not pranking her in some way. Oh my so, God. Uh, you know, I paid for, I, I think you, if you know, you got some sort of a discount if you paid for like six sessions up front or whatever. Whoa. So I did that. And on the sixth session, she went, this isn't working. And she's like, I can't believe it's not working. She goes, but you know, what really helps with hypnosis is you have to find a replacement. So, you know, if you could say uh, replace fuck or fucking with a different word, then you can break out of this. And every, everything sounded like, you know, you know, what are you going to, if you say fricking, that sounds stupid. If you sound, uh, you know, then, you know, I was thinking, well, maybe if I say bloody, well, who am I? Ricky Gervais. I can't say that. So, um, so I had no replacement for it. So it wasn't taking. So the very last session, she said, uh, well, is there anything else that you want, you want to work on? Cause I, I th- this didn't help. And I said, you know what? And this is true. I said, I, I, I have a, uh, a bad habit of chewing on drinking straws. I, I just chew on those uh, nervously. And it's like, uh, like, I, I think I'm giving myself TMJ and, and, and jaw problems. Cause I just keep chewing on these straws and she's like, okay, well, let's try that. And so she put me under. And then when I came out, she said, okay, so whenever you think you want to chew on a straw, just squeeze that little web area between your uh, your forefinger and your thumb, and you won't do it anymore. And I'm not kidding, guys. I have not chewed on a straw in 12 years. Wow. What? So hypnosis works. It just didn't work to get me to stop saying fuck. Right. So, <laughs> uh, but the point, the reason I bring it up is he. I, I brought him, he came with me to see a show at Flappers, and I was uh, I did like an hour set that night, and I may have, and, I, I, and again, I may be underestimating this, I may have said fuck 7,000 times. <laughs> So my son is not, uh, uh, he's well aware of language. So, um, that actually you saying, uh, fricking reminds me of uh, a little story I'd like to tell. So at my house, Oh wait, really quick, Jimmy, do you swear at home in front of your kid? Um, you know what? Uh, my wife, in fact, just the other day said, uh, you might be a little loose with the language around the house. So, <laughs> um, and, uh, and she's not right. Like you know, we, we, we've become addicted to the amazing race. Uh, I never watched it when it was happening. And so oh. now we're watching all of the seasons of amazing race, which is, uh, all the hype, uh, is real. Like that's a great show. Oh. Um, but there's people on there that you hate, like that you're, you, that you don't want to win. And I, I like the other day I just went, ah, oh, this fucking asshole. And, uh, and Danielle and Oliver just laughs like an idiot. He just thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. And, you know, so yes, I swear. And again, uh, uh, I need to stop doing it. <laughs> well, we've tried for years and years not to, not to swear at home, you know, and when you have your first kid for us, at least like, you know, he didn't he didn't watch TV until he was like two. He we always watched our language around him. But now by the time we have a third kid, um, you know, it just <sighs> gums are flapping at our house in terms of language. And, uh, you know, he'll he's, he's practically watching the Red Shoe Diaries, like, <laughs> <just> you know, <laughs> so um, for a long time, the kids would say the older kids would say frick. 
which I'm not a fan of. And um, because it's a little like them saying like, what the hell? Or damn it or something. You know, it's like, I feel like Frick is too close. Yeah. Um, and it still is like, ugh, I don't like it. So in the, in, they would literally say things like, frick you. My kids are starting to go, oh, shit's creek. Oh, <laughs> little cover story. <laughs> I appreciate it, so I just let it go because I'm like, <laughs> it's a <laughs> good series. It's a good series. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, shit, Sue. Um, yeah. They were saying frick all the time. But now, so Odie is four, and he, this is Betsy talking. So Odie is four, and he just want to check in. Um, and he listens to everything that they say. And, of course, when we're not around, the older boys will 100% say fuck you to each other. What? Really? Yes. Oh, my God. I, I, I apologize for interrupting, but my, my son will literally say, hey, something happened at school today. And he's in seventh grade. And I'll say, oh, what happened? He said, oh, somebody, can I say it? Somebody said shit. Like he, like, <laughs> that's how uncomfortable he doesn't want to swear at all. Like he, so I'm fascinated that you have uh, plumbers as children. <laughs> well, I don't know why plumbers was with this. Yeah. I don't know why it's plumbers. <laughs> if only, if only we had plumbers for children. <laughs> so I don't know if they do it all. It's usually like frick you, but every now and then I'll hear someone whisper like fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Because um, they what know is the other one doing that causes the other one to say fuck you to him at nine. Oh gosh. Do you have brothers? I do have a brother. Yeah. Did you guys ever like fist fight and get crazy? Uh you know, I don't know if we did at that age, but yeah, there, I mean obviously the answer is yes, but uh uh yeah okay i got it okay they get so heated over dumb shit or it'll yeah. just be like i was sitting there and then the other one will like put their feet on the other one and then the other one will be like stop putting your feet on me and then the one that one will like kick them in the head uh or <laughs> you know <laughs> it escalates very quickly all right and you know for years we've been like where do they get it but then we'll catch ourselves being like so uh <laughs> Ari will be kicking you in the head. Intense. <laughs> no, like I think we we used to think of ourselves as like laid back and then parenthood has made us realize we are actually pretty intense people who are always like, what? Ugh! Like overreacting to everything. <sighs> anyway. So so now, <clears throat> Jimmy, this is horrible. You're going to be shocked. You're going to think I'm a terrible person. Um. So now my four-year-old lately has has been saying uh shut the frick up a lot <laughs> and when he says that we're like hey i know i don't like that language but then i would say 25 percent of the time he says shut the fuck up wait what no, oh no to his brothers <laughs> and when if if he ever what's really funny too is that he he will if he says anything to me, like if he if I if I do something he doesn't like, sometimes he'll mutter under his breath something like like shut up or something. And I'll go, what did you say? And he'll go, nothing. I said nothing because uh, he has a little baby voice mm -hmm. um, or he'll be like, I said, I love you. Um, but yeah, he's been saying shut the fuck up all the time and because he has older brothers and it's, uh, the worst. And, um, it's like, that's like me with my kids. I run around my house going, shut the fuck up. And they go, what did you say? And I said, I said, I love you. <laughs> you don't really do. No, but in my no. mind, I do all oh, day long. In my mind, yes. <laughs> You know, I grew up in a house with um, my my mom and stepdad would uh, they would they would talk like that to each other a lot. And so uh, my parents were like, I had to learn uh, how to not talk like that around. Like, I just assumed that's how couples talked. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no. like my mom and stepdad were like kind of like the Bickersons in that they were constantly on each other's ass. But I just kind of thought like. Well, they love each other. They hold hands. They go to movies. They enjoy each other's company. This is what you do. This is how couples are. And, and uh, so um, uh, I had to learn not to do that, A, to keep a relationship, but more importantly, um, and B, in front of our son, because like, hey, dickhead, if you act like that in front of him, he's going to think that's okay. And yeah. 
Were your parents being mean to one another or was that just how they communicated? I think it was 90% that's how they communicated and 10% being mean. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like my step, they would go, ah, go scratch your ass. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it always sounded funny to me. You know, like. Um, it's the best thing. I've never heard that. Go scratch your ass. Amanda, I am struggling with what to give my mother and my mother-in-law for Mother's Day. And it is right around the corner and I don't know what I'm going to do. What should I do? I have the perfect, perfect gift. It's yeah. a skylight frames. Oh, Do you, skylight frame. We've talked about them on the on the show before. It's awesome. It's a great gift to give mothers for Mother's Day, um, or just friends in general. Yeah. But it's like a beautiful frame with matting, and it like looks really nice. It looks like a regular frame. It doesn't look like you know sometimes. It it looks very nice. It looks like you took it to a store and got it done. So it's a touchscreen photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. And it's super easy. So you can like set it up within 60 seconds. I you like just... pretending like I'm surprised, even though we've, we've, we talk about it all the time and we have them. We have, we have them. them. They're amazing. <laughs> you can, you can oh my email gosh. photos so that your, your mom can see you know, what you guys are all up to, but it sets up effortlessly in under a minute. So you just plug it in, you use the touch screen to connect to your wireless and that's that. You know, when we were younger, people you had to develop film. <laughs> and you say, so I'll true. get you, I'll get you doubles. I'll get doubles but so you can have one. Now we take all our pictures and we'll share them maybe online. But other than that, they just like live in our phones. Mm -hmm. This is a great way for you to take those pictures and place them in your home and you can see them and actually like other people can see them and they don't just kind of disappear into the that's weird right, internet void. When I take beautiful pictures, I'm like, that's beautiful. And then it just sits in my phone. Yeah. So now I can put it in a folder and I can show it to my mother-in-law. And then, you know, she's a, across the country on the East Coast. She can see what we're up to and she can see all the beautiful moments that her grandchildren are having. So now as a special holiday offer, that holiday is Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. You can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code MOMMY. So to get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. Promo code MOMMY. Frame it up. Amanda, what has broken you? Uh, well, um, so I'm working from home full time and parenting full time and teaching full time and cafeteria working full time. And it's just all too much. Um, and so we keep my husband's also working full time and doing it all, too. So we just, you know, I've talked about it on the show for the past couple of weeks. It feels like we just like throw worksheets at our kids mm -hmm. and say like go do this and then uh jump on a conference call most of my work i'm on zoom calls all day so like nine o'clock till 6 p.m just online meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting um which is physically exhausting more than it ever is in person um but oh, so does that mean you have to like put on makeup and yes. look nice oh. yes i have to look nice at least from like the waist up yeah. um not that like I would ever put makeup below, but like you know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> but so I you're just, not bedazzling uh, for these meetings. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a I'm just done, and we're we just have resigned that we're just surviving, and it's enough. And so, uh, but there's moments where we're like, oh, we're actually not surviving. We just failed hardcore. So right. right before this, I was on. <laughs> I was on a major call with like the heads of the studio. And I mean, it's like a, a very nice big call. And um, I just hear in the other room. Like, and so it's Caton, my husband, so oh. like spare screaming. Like he's like so upset. And all I was like, I kept like, screaming. Like it just sounded like, like he's, it's like animalistic almost where it's like it, they've done something. To where he's just emoting, you know, yeah. like he's just really, they've really made him upset. Um, and I don't know what it is. I'm not sure. 
And you can't stop. I can't get up and be like, I'm sorry, everyone. Something's happening in my house. They'll see see your vajazzle. Yeah. So I have to sit and just smile, you know, and like wait and hope that they didn't hear it over. Because that's the other thing, too, is like if I'm not muted, sometimes you'll just hear like, I told you go to your room in the back. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, hmm. hmm." Um, But so after the meeting, I got up to quickly make a sandwich. And as I walked through. Caton just looked at me and he was completely resigned. Like he's just he's just done. And I was like, everything okay? And he goes, um, the girls have colored their hair green. <laughs> Apparently they took a marker and they just colored each other's hair all their entire head green. <laughs> wow. They have, Jimmy, just so you know, they have like beautiful strawberry blonde hair. So it's now green and so the green shows up nicely it shows yeah. up beautifully it really pops. It pops. <laughs> <laughs> so i walk out and they're both just admiring themselves in the mirror and i was like mm-hmm. what have you done and they were just like we just dyed our hair we like this color better <laughs> it's like you are not allowed to just dye your hair and they go but it worked real nice and i like <laughs> They, they, I just, I don't even know, like, green of all the colors. Wait, but when did this happen? This just happened, like, before lunch. Wait, today? (laughs) Today. Like, right now. This is why we have a week. Yeah, it just happened. Like, I was, like, telling Betsy, I'm like, the days blend into the nights. I don't even know anymore what stories are. Like, I can't tell a story because it's just all crap. But then they just went and dyed their hair green. So, you know, I was like, oh, well, at least I got something to talk about today. Out of the presses. Yeah. I mean, like right before I came in here and then I just I I'm so broken. I just looked at them. And I was like, I was like, next time you go to when you go to do something and the little voice in your belly says, maybe I might get in trouble for doing this. I want you to stop and come in and tell me what your idea is before you do it. <laughs> That's good advice. Yeah, they're not going to listen to it. I'm no. so screwed when they get older. I oh, mean, boy. I can't oh, no. believe they just colored their hair green. Your girls are going to get tattoos and come yeah. home and be like, they, look what I did. Don't you remember that one time when Benny tattooed, she like drew a little boy's name across her chest? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. She wrote his name across her chest. I was like, what is this? She was getting dressed. I was like, what is this? And she was like, oh, what was the kid's name? Was it uh, Ryder? She wrote Ryder across her chest. And I was like, what does it say Ryder on you? And she was like, he's my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> what, oh, is the, uh, what is the, uh, look, I don't have little girls, so I can't, uh, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, obviously I know what children are, but I can't. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> what they might look like. I see. Yeah. But walk me through it. Now, they're <laughs> tiny little ladies. Is that what you say? <laughs> Yeah, um, they're, so they're twin, they're identical twins, and they have strawberry wait, blonde hair. What was your question? Well, all right, here's the question. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, at the end of the day, what's the big deal? Like, we're in this weird quarantine. Nobody's going to see them anyway. You don't have a big function that you that oh, they're going to embarrass us by showing up with the green hair. Is it really? I mean, hmm. I, I'm, I'm not judging your reaction. By the way, I'm asking: no. is isn't this maybe the best time for that to have happened? It's definitely the best Fair. time. Yeah, definitely the best time. If it had to happen now, the, yeah, I think it's the. I think the reaction especially of Caton comes from a this is constant you know like anytime we turn our back someone's (laughs) like oh Benny's shut in the refrigerator oh you know like (laughs) like it's just like we can't so you start to do your job and you're like okay this is working and then they're like we just dyed our hair green or like you know they're like oh uh benny's locked in the garage why was benny in the garage she was in the car why was she in the car everybody get back in like it's like a constant near death or super destructive experience in the house right now and uh and i think it's just like over time we get to the point to where it's like again like what stop just 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 stop yeah. Just stop and sit and just don't do anything all day. Just sit today and do nothing. Like, and they will never do that because they're exciting, fun people and they're going to always get into trouble. But like the other day, they they went around. I was on a phone conference and 
they were outside with a bucket of slime and half the conference was me being like, don't put your feet in the slime. <laughs> and then I'd come back to the conference and I'm like, sorry about that. Um, I'm sorry, what were you saying? And then I'd be two seconds later, I was like, stop it with the slime. You know, and it was like me trying to mute and then thinking I'm muting, but I'm not muting, I'm unmuting. And it's it's just a it's just really hard. And it doesn't help that my son is like very well behaved. He knows what's going on. He's mm-hmm. pretty like self motivated and his big struggle is I miss my friends and you know, this is tough. The girls um, are amazing in their ability to continue to be in, uh, constantly finding space to get into trouble. Like they're yeah. just always like pushing the envelope. They're resourceful. They're like, what's this? How can we figure out how this works? Let's tear it apart. You know what, like, Amanda? What? Can I just say <clears throat> along those lines in honor of Jimmy coming on the show today, um, on his podcast, they do a lot of games and uh, right like quizzes, games. Yeah, we play stupid games. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I made a, a true or false um, quiz for our guest. Oh, yes, I did for for Jimmy. For Jimmy. Well, I'm okay. the guest, Amanda. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm a little bit like, what about me, Betsy? Oh well, you, you know, no, I'm kidding. I think you know I'm most kidding. of the answers. No, you oh, here. Okay. We'll play you. I'll, I'll ask the questions and then uh, you, Jimmy has to answer first and then you can answer because you'll probably know the answer and then you can keep track of the score. How's that? Does that sound good? This is very organic. I like um, how you have to explain, like you have to make sure she's happy and occupied during this little uh, second. <laughs> so she knows, you, she knows me. You, you can keep score. Is that going to be okay for you, little Amanda? Yeah, all right. I thank you for including me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So here, here, let's, let's do it. Uh, I have, I, let's see how it goes. It might suck. Okay. Um, okay. So true or false. These are things that our kids actually did. True or false. Um, did one of our kids, uh, tell a, their school bus driver to shut up? Oh, I'm going to say true. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's, that's true. Very good. Yeah, point for Jimmy. You just um, said that the kids tell each other to shut the fuck up. Of course, <laughs> to tell the, the bus like, driver that. I was like, you could tell whose kids did it too, I bet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, uh, a question about this, though. I, yes? I have a follow up on this. Uh, there's a, is it a school bus driver or were you guys taking like the uh, uh, oh, public school bus driver? Yeah. They have a bus, huh? Interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah, because they go to a magnet. Right, but I guess I guess I'm just so used to here in LA. Uh, at least my son's school, everybody gets driven there by parents. Oh yeah, um, and so I, I, it fascinates me. I mean, I grew up taking buses to school, but um, I'm just to hear it here in LA confused me. So I'm going to stand by my answer of true. Okay, true. <laughs> yes, you are correct. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Wait, can I ask why? And why? Why did the child say this? <laughs> um, because he's. The bus driver was running his mouth and he was sick of it. <laughs> that bus driver deserved it. A yeah, right? handful. In fact, it, it's not even in the quiz here, but one time he um the bus driver got out of the out of the bus to do something, and my son um sat in her seat and pretended to drive the bus and was like, I'm driving the bus, I'm a oh. bus driver, and thought it was hilarious, and he got in so much trouble. Okay. True or false? Do one of our kids um, talk to our Korean neighbors in a horrible fake? <laughs> I'm going to say that's true as well. No, it's, it's false. Oh, oh damn it. God. Thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. I would, I, I know as offensive, uh, offensive as it would be, I would love the idea of a six year old just going out there and doing a bad Mickey Rooney. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, he goes out there with some uh, Coke bottle glasses and uh, horrible <laughs> buck teeth. <laughs> okay, uh, next one. Um, true or false, one of our kids took a shower with a strawberry milkshake in a car. Uh, uh, so they dumped a strawberry milkshake on themselves? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Uh, well, I'm going to say that's true. Amanda? I was like, it's chocolate milkshake. That's correct. It. It's false, but it was chocolate. So this oh, is a fucking not, question. Not, how okay, the fuck sorry. am I supposed to know that detail? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like, that is that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really bad at this. This is why we don't do things on our show. 
Why is there be a true? I think it should be a true. I think you got that one, Betsy. That seems like a weird, like, hey, no, fooled you. It was a Wednesday. <laughs> okay, true or false? Um, anytime someone says Jesus or God, one of our kids always yells, "God's not real." I'm going to say false to that. It is true. What the shit is happening over there? <laughs> true or false? One of our kids pissed in an industrial-sized cinnamon container as an April Fool's prank. Okay, I, I will tell you this. I did not expect to hear the word pissed at all at, at, at any point today. No? Uh, I didn't know you, you ladies would go, this person pissed. I didn't see that happening, so I'm a little uh, rattled by it. <laughs> Maybe um, we should have said we weren't ladies. Um, you know, my, uh, I, my son, uh, we were, uh, this is a quick side story. Yeah. My, I, uh, my, my, I was flying home from a connecting flight in Chicago that got snowed in. And, uh, I ended up getting on a plane that, uh, that flew me to orange County. I was able to get out that day, but I had to fly to orange County and my wife picked me up. Uh, I got in at like one in the morning, but my wife and son came to get me, which was very nice. But my wife realized as she was driving there that she had not charged her electric car enough. Uh, to get us home. So we had to all along the way, stop and keep stopping uh, at any public uh, charger that would get us like enough to get to the next public charger. So it took us like this, this day from hell didn't uh, stop ending. So, um, and at one point during this, uh, Oliver goes, uh, Hey, uh, uh, as we're waiting for the car to charge and literally just sitting in the car, waiting for it to charge. Cause there's nothing else to do. In the at, middle at, of the night, middle of the night, two 30 in the morning. And then, and also getting scared at every other car coming by, like, what are they going to do to us? And, um, <laughs> and, uh, so at one point Oliver's just in the backseat and he just goes, uh, Hey, while this car's charging, uh, can I go behind that dumpster and take a whiz? And I was just like, where the fuck did you get, take a whiz from? It just <laughs> didn't seem like him at all. So, uh, <laughs> That's why I was rattled by this piss nonsense. And uh, uh, yes, I also like that my son just uh, thought it was okay to be a hobo and go behind a dumpster and whip it out. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, with three boys, it is a public urination uh, party over here all the time. Really? Yeah, it's horrible, but it's true. Because no, otherwise, we'd be like leaving places all the time. So instead, I'm like, Ugh. like they always need to pee when they're waiting for their brother to get off his school bus, and we can't mm. really leave because then they'll nice. get off the bus and be like, "Where is everybody?" So yeah, it's like, oh, just go pee on this on this fence. It's uh, where the wor- we're garbage. Look, we're garbage. Um, so anyway, I'm true or false? Well, based on all that, I got to go true on that then. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, wrong. It was an Oreo cookie bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True or false? One of our kids spent um, $1,100 on Rare Dragons on an iPad game. Well, hang on now. You're, te- you're suggesting to me that one of the children uh, is playing an iPad game and just kept buying new uh, uh, buy-in app things, and uh, you discovered an $1,100 bill. That's the premise of this question? Correct. It's such a precise number. I'm going to say it's true. True, that's well, right. Has your kid done that? Racked up? Uh... My, I, 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 I am going to disappoint the premise of this entire show. My, my, he doesn't really do anything wrong. <laughs> He's a West. He's a Wesley. Uh, yeah. He, um, no, he. If he wants to buy, even if it's a ninety-nine cent thing, or a, uh, he would come and go. Dad, is it okay if I do that? And so it, it, no, that's not at least not yet. Look, God, uh, he's got time. That's so awesome. Yeah. We are stunned in the silence. Yeah, I know. I apologize for bringing the show to a screeching halt. No, with, uh, no, no. no. And I, and by the way, by, by no means are we a perfect family or anything. I like, oh, but no. It, it's, he's a, but he is, he's truly a good kid. And oh. it's hard to uh, uh, then go, oh, here's something my kid did. Because he doesn't really, doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, you know, the honest, the truth is I, w- I wish he would sometimes, I wish he would take a chance and be a 12 year old and, and get yelled at at school and, and, uh, for doing something stupid. And, uh, but you know, uh, whenever he, w- by the way, whenever he gets in trouble at school, it's because he's standing up for some other kid. That's how he gets oh in my- trouble. Oh I know God. he's gonna, uh, yeah, he's a good kid. That's beautiful. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go true. Uh, it's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, true or false? 
one wait, of our wait, kids wait, was. Wait, wait, wait. Can I ask you again? Yeah. When you see, is there is there any way as a parent to contact that app company or Apple and say, "Hey, my kid did this. Didn't know what they were doing." Um, is there any way to that not be billed for this, or do you just suck it up and take it? Well, here's what we've learned with uh, several instances of this. You'd think we would have learned the first time. So we learned that yes, if you catch it quickly yes, you can get that money back. If you don't catch it quickly, you cannot get that money back. So if you aren't on top of your finances, like maybe a couple of dumb comedians, um, then (laughs) you might find a thousand dollars worth of something, you know, on your thing from two months ago. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. True or false. One of our kids thinks it's funny to cough on strangers. Okay, uh, very uh, uh, at this time, uh, during these times. I'm going to say no, no. Yeah, you're right. No. One of our kids, true or false, drank water from the goldfish tank. Uh, That sounds uh, 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 certainly feasible, so I'm going to say that is true. Uh, It is false. I'm so sorry. Damn it. This is an important quiz. I'm false. It was was an aquarium. I'm just going to play by your rules now. (laughs) True or false? Uh, One of our kids declared that their birthday cake tasted like white pussy. Oh, God, Jesus, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. That's what I said. (laughs) Wait, wait, the answer is true? That was true? How did you get your eyeballs back in your head after that happened? <laughs> they never went back the right way. <laughs> what does that even mean? No, I know. I know. He was four. He yeah. didn't know. The kids on the playground say messed up things. <laughs> he heard it from some other kid. Did Now, when you had the cake. Did it taste like what pussy? <laughs> you went to college. You were in was it? Peter's it, it was a tres leche ace cake. So yes, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. That sounds that sounds above my pay grade. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'll just I'll just uh, finish this up here. Um, <clears throat> true or false? Did one of our kids go number two in a shopping cart full of clothes? Uh again, mm-hmm. sounds too. Uh, uh, boy, oh boy! Uh, you mean like, oh, geez, okay. But they would have been. They would have been. I guess it would be an. I'm going to say yes. It was an accident, certainly. Yes, the answer is true. The answer is true. And uh, this was at uh, uh, Target. <laughs> close, very close. Nordstrom Rack. You're at the rack. I was at the rack. <laughs> and uh, right over there on uh, La Cienega and Beverly, that is that one. No, the one in Burbank, right next to Target. <laughs> oh, that right over there, right, the, the airplane mall, I call it. Yes, um, the airplane mall. <laughs> the, uh, it is, because they have all the airplanes. <laughs> you know, if you're not happy with TJ Maxx, don't worry, there's a Marshalls right next door. Yeah, it's just a big bunch of stores with cheap clothes. Yeah, which, I, by the way, when I used to work at Conan, uh, and I would have time to kill between taping our podcast and going into work at Conan, uh, I would go to that mall and just enjoy looking at $13 polo shirts. Just there yep. we go. And that store didn't have it. I go to the next one. I loved it. I like that little mall. I do too, Jimmy. I get a lot of joy out of it. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that happened. Uh, now, let me ask you, are you then forced to, uh, uh, did did it uh, get all over the clothing? And then were you yep. forced to buy the clothing? Yep. I wasn't okay. going to leave it. That would be terrible. I was like, well, I guess I'm buying all this. So. Would it? But I also tried it on. So that's how terrible I am of a person. I said, here we go. Wait, you, you tried, tried it on, it on with after? What? Well, I tried on the things that I could and then the rest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to change them too, you know? Like so it was a whole thing. A whole why, thing. What the f- why are you trying it on? <laughs> because I don't This was a long time ago. This was like 3 was years ago. Why does that matter? The, the 36 <laughs> months went by. Yeah, this was 3 years ago, so you got to understand it was a different time. What do you fucking mean by that? I think that it was in that, like, the girls now are dyeing their hair, but at that point, it was, like, just the worst. Like, just everything I did was, they were they would just destroy it okay. even more. Like, they would, 
lock themselves in bathroom stalls and I had to climb under to get them and they would run like it it was just <laughs> so I think at that point I was like well they just destroyed all these clothes I have to buy them yeah I don't know yeah I don't know and Nord- thinking about it it doesn't make sense but it did at the time <laughs> and I'll say this with, with with Nordstrom Rack while it is Nordstrom Rack it still is uh, discount prices on Nordstrom prices so that was not a cheap uh, accident by any means, no. I'm guessing. No, and it was smelly and it was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. Well, of Not course, right. the first instinct that would be to put those clothes on. So that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hmm, what's this sweater look like? <laughs> hey, honey, where's my shit pants at? <laughs> um. Well, um. Thank you for taking that meaningless quiz. Uh, How think- did I do? Did I win? Yeah. Did he? Did he win? Yeah, you won. You got oh, great. All, all of them right. No, I did not. That's proof. There's proof I didn't. <laughs> you did not. You had one job, Amanda, to keep score. How do you screw that up? I was placating you, Amanda. Okay. All right. You missed two. Yeah. Okay. I don't better know I better luck next time. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You know what? I'll study up next time and come in yeah. more prepared. Um. Okay. So, Jimmy. Yes. Please. I know that your son is amazing, but are you able to tell us uh, a story of maybe something that has broken you? You know, I, I don't know if broken's the right answer. I mean, you know what? I've got two. One that I tell way too much, but I'll tell you that one as well. Great. Um, but then there's the one time where I did kind of, I and I regret this to this second, my son was telling a story and I forget, I apologize. I don't remember what it was. And I, my wife was there and, and, and I said, I go, dude, you got a man up. And I have never used that phrase in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't believe I said it to a child over something that wasn't important. And, uh, and I literally, I, 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 it's one of those things that like, I, I have nightmares about that. I wish I never had said it. Um, because it was, uh, you know, I don't wear a baseball cap backwards. I don't talk like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's not my bag. Um, so there's that. But the the, the one story that I tell... Uh, wait, wait, really quick. Were you angry at that moment? Or you just sort of I, offhandedly said it? I, th- I wasn't angry as much as I was... Um, I just wanted him maybe to stand up for himself some more. Like, he, he's, he does such a great job of standing up for others mm. that I wanted him to stand up for himself. And... I, that's how I chose to say it. And, uh, th- you know, it just sounded like some piece of trash, you know, just some hillbilly, like you got a man up, Donnie. You know what I mean? Like that's just not my, I, I don't know. It, I get uh, it. Yeah. It's, so that it's, bummed me out. It's everything in me not to say, uh, not up all the time, which is awful. You, I can't say that, but I think it all the time. Yeah. It's the, it's the same. And, you know, uh, I, I don't know. There's, I, I, there's obviously a better way to have said it, but that's how I chose to say it that day. And, and then, uh, my, you know, my wife, Danielle, who's wonderful, was like, dude, you can't say that. She didn't say dude, by the way. My wife's it's not in Jefferson Airplane. I don't know why. She's over there with a ba- uh, backwards baseball cap. Yeah, of course she is. She's uh, doing a uh, uh, Paul Ryan character. Um, what? Um, Lifting the, weights. Uh, uh, yeah, of course, that's my wife. Uh, <laughs> the one story that I tell uh, uh, is uh, it's kind of a, a combo. Uh, uh, you know, I just tell the second one. We went. My my father in law, if you don't know, uh, is Walter Koenig, who was Chekhov in the original Star Trek, and he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame about uh, three years ago, mm-hmm. maybe even more. I guess my son was much younger. Maybe God, it's already maybe five or six years ago. So he was getting his star on the Walk of Fame, and. Um, it was during that little stretch here in LA where we got, um, uh, it was like 110 degrees for like a week. And you know, that was, it was like, for us, it was unbearable. I know Florida and Arizona deal with that all the time, but for us, it was a big deal that, uh, not when I say us, I mean the city, not my family specifically. Um, so, um, you know, we're not, it was a big deal. These temperatures to us, we handle it differently than others. Um, so everyone here, Oh my God. Call grandma. Oh, they pick up the phone and call the, uh, yes. So, He's getting a star on the Walk of Fame in the middle of this heat wave, and it's on, you know, it was down on Hollywood Boulevard, and, um, you know, we all went down, of course, as a family to support him, and 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 
you know, all the Trekkies were there and, you know, there's, there had to be like two to 3000 people on Hollywood Boulevard for this thing. And, oh, wow. you know, the, the Trekkies are in their costumes and, hmm. you know, the, uh, the paparazzi is there. And of course we know they're good people. And, um, <laughs> so, uh, Leonard Nimoy was there and George Takei was there and, and they're all there. And, oh my God, and is his name Leonard Nimoy? No. I just do that. Um, and by the way, I think I may have stolen that from David Letterman. I think David Letterman said Leonard Nimoy once, and I it stuck in my head, and I think it's the greatest. Um, so they're all giving speeches, and 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 I bring this up. By the way, you could see this. You literally can see this on YouTube. You, I don't know if you can hear it, but you can see it. Um, so you know the camera is it's kind of a locked camera on the podium, and the and the uh, the guy I, I forget who the the quote unquote mayor of Hollywood was that day. Um, because I think the uh, the long running one, Johnny Nash, whatever his name was, that's not his name, um, passed away. Anyway, he's giving the speech about how uh, you know it's long overdue. Walter Koenig is uh, much you know much deserved uh, to have his uh, star on the Walk of Fame, and and he's giving this great speech and uh, you know about about to present the star to Walter, and just off to the side, uh, like it's Walter, and the next to him is, is is his wife Judy, and then my wife Danielle, and then Oliver, my son, and then me. Um, and I'm not really on camera, like kind of maybe just a sliver of my shoulder is. And so you're watching this and the man is giving this great speech and my son is in a little suit and it's a nice, it, 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 you know, blazing hot outside. And you just hear him go, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> and I kind of swoop in again. This is the part you can see on YouTube because you can't really hear that. But you, but no, knowing that that's what happened, you see me swoop in. Of course, I give a little nod to camera. Let's get the IMDb credit. And then <laughs> I, I take him out. And I said, I said, Oliver, you can't, you can't say that. This is a, this is a big day for grandpa. And he goes, well, it's a little day for me. And oh, wow. That was, uh, again, it didn't break me, but it was like just a fun kind of almost out of character yes. story for, uh, for my son. Did anyone else, did any of the family members notice it happened? They didn't. I, th I think Danielle may have said, like, you know, maybe take him. And I did, yeah. you know what? Of course, she did see it. And then I took him off to the side and I took him to uh, across the street. There was like a hot dog stand. We got lemonade. Um, and, you know, while the rest of the presentation went on. But, uh, you know, I mean, look, it was 110. It was yeah. awful. It was hot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's standing there with 3,000 people staring at him and taking his picture. And, you know. And uh, none of it's about him anyway. It's a little day for him. Yeah. Right. It's a little day for me. And it was just so perfect. And just, uh, yeah. So that uh, that's the one I like to tell because it's, uh, again, uh, just a little bit out of character. I love that so much. Oh, my gosh. Part. I'm going to. Yeah. Go and look that up. Do I, I, hopefully it's still up. I, you know, I've been telling that obviously the story happened five or six years ago, but at, at the time uh, it was online and it was uh, again. You just see me silently swoop in, grab the child, and swoop out. It's uh, uh, it's not. It's just a nice piece of business if I can use <laughs> theater terms. <laughs> but at no point did he have to like uh, apologize to his grandpa or anything. You know, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think it. Uh, it. It got to that. And if he did, I don't remember that part happening. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I. It, I may have had heat stroke and forgotten, but uh, uh, I don't think he did. I don't. Th I don't think. It, I don't think it disrupted enough uh, where that happened. I love those moments. They're they're like big important adult moments, and then but to a kid, it's like it's fucking. There's nothing special about it, and if anything, right. it's like super stressful. Like I think, isn't there a picture of? Uh, Barack Obama in like the Oval Office and he's meeting a, a family and there's a kid like a toddler just on the ground like right screaming and makes has, me so happy has no idea that he's experiencing maybe the coolest thing in the yeah. world and just nope <laughs> and just mortifying his parents even though I'm sure Obama's kids have done that too <laughs> Right. Of course. But, uh, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of like, uh, and this is not children, but whenever there's a, you go to a wedding and something, not even a big deal goes wrong. Mm -hmm. You just see everybody go, what the fuck are we going to do now? And it's like, just give him his notes and he'll read his vows. It's, it's not a crisis, but in that moment, it's to that person, a big deal. But, uh, but to everybody else, like, dude, just relax. It happens to everybody. Yeah. Um, 
Was my analogy good at all? Jesus Christ. It reminded me of uh, my wedding day. We we got there. We did a lot of stuff on our own. And we realized uh, as we showed up that there was no beer. That just somehow oh that we had never ordered beer, which was well, a, that, a bit of a problem. Boy, that mm. is not a, like my example at all. That was a massive fuck up. That was horrible. <laughs> This is the worst day ever. Yeah, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> and it was the worst day of my life. <laughs> did, did, did you send someone to get uh, to get the uh, the case of beer for the? For I don't the people? know. My husband handled it. Okay. So Ari did something. I don't know if he went and got it or sent someone. Hopefully he sent someone to get it. We were doing yeah. a lot of stuff on our own, though. You know what? I uh, uh, Back in 2002, I had a Comedy Central special, half-hour special. And um, uh, we had people over to – and this is something that's so out of character for me. We had – Danielle had some of my friends come over. We all watched the premiere of my special at our apartment at the nice. time. Nice. And it aired at 10 o'clock at night. And so – Everybody's like, uh, should we have dinner before we come? I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, we'll, we'll have a couple of pizzas, but it's 10 o'clock at night. You know, it, it, that's not dinner time. Just, yeah. you know, come over when you, know, when you can. We'll have some beer and we'll all watch it. And, and uh, we ordered, I think, three large pizzas that uh, I would have thought at 10 o'clock at night was plenty of pizza for the six people that came. <laughs> and yeah. to this day, they bust my balls on, well, we better not run out of pizza. Better not run out of pizza. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bought, I bought three pizzas and I'm, I'm a broke comic for Christ's sake. I bought there at 1030 at night, you assholes. Yeah. So it's still that, but it's to your point, it's that story. It's like, uh, well, you better order enough. Not like Pardo's mishap of 18 years ago. Jesus. Jimmy. Yes. Um, Please, can you tell our uh, listeners where they can see your work or, uh, you know, uh, what podcasts they should check out, that sort of thing? Sure. Well, of course, I got that hot special from 2002 that people are talking about. Um, <laughs> so so look for that and see me be uh, not look or sound anything like I do now. Right. Um, oh, what a sliver of him is on YouTube. So you can check that out. Yes, yeah, see a sliver of that if you want to uh, look for the clip of my uh, father-in-law getting a star. Uh, but my, of course, my podcast, Never Not Funny, uh, which you can get at nevernotfunny.com or An wherever you get your podcasts. Excellent show. Everyone should be listening to that show. Thank you. Uh, and then also, uh, of course, jimmypardo.com is uh, your gateway to all the other nonsense. So that's that. Hey, if you like the show, subscribe, rate, and review it. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, like our Facebook page, join our Facebook group, uh, send us your shit shows, and buy some merch. We've got super cool merch, and all of this information is in the description of this episode. Kaka! Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-8842. Well, Jimmy, I, I am saying this in with 100% truth. You are doing a great job. You're a great dad. Oh, you know what? I, uh, I I say thank you, but I give uh, I give most of the credit to my wife. She is a terrific, oh. uh, terrific mother. And uh, mm-hmm. I just try to do the best I can. Well, everything that you have outlined today tells me that you are also a big part of that. You sound like a great dad. I try. I do my I do my best. <laughs> Amanda, mm-hmm. you are doing a great job. The. Mm-hmm. This is such a shitty, weird time. <laughs> and you're Was I supposed to say you guys are doing a great job, too? Did I fuck <laughs> this up? I mean, <laughs> only if you are compelled, you don't have to. Hey, so. you guys, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would feel like a jerk. I take a that compliment, and then I go, yeah, all right, we're moving on. Thanks, Jimmy. This is going like, to take over from man up. This is the worst. This is, this is taking over for the worst thing I've ever said. <laughs> Damn it. Ugh, remember that time Jimmy told us we were doing a great job. <laughs> they told me I was great. And then I just said, thanks. See you later. <laughs> That's what I did. God damn it. I feel like that is what a lot of dads do when they come on the show. Would you agree, Amanda? 
Oh, I don't know. I think everybody just says thank you. It's nice to hear. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> thinks about anything else. It's fine. It's okay. totally fine. You're doing great. Um, <laughs> Betsy, you're doing great. Jimmy, you're doing great. Thank I'm you. doing. Okay, I'm doing what I can. We'll get there. You're doing a great job. Good luck with the hair, Amanda. Oh, <laughs> what kind of marker was it? Was it a permanent marker? I think it was. That's the problem. That's the problem. Most of our markers aren't, but we got an art kit from a local art supply place, and that's right. what they chose. Mm. Not the washable marker. But freaking... Uh, anyways. All right. So you might find yourself with kids that are dyeing their hair green during a quarantine, or your four-year-old is saying, shut the fuck up under his breath, or you, uh, you realize that it's the worst day of your life at the very best time. Know that. You know what? You're doing a great job my mommy drinks my name is will hines and i am a ghost writer meaning i write other people's books for them and i have a podcast called i will write your book which are recordings of my meetings with my eccentric clients such as a woman blocked after one sentence of a children's book about her dogs a romance novelist who dislikes sex, and a man proud of having sampled everything in his local grocery store. This podcast has been described as fully improvised, played by some of the best comedians on the planet Earth. Hey, that's pretty good. That's I Will Write Your Book on Campfire Media. Campfire.